Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture. I'm Shuel Cardenas. And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. So today we're going to talk a little bit about revisiting history and sort of what were you thinking. So things kind of at the past. So let's just get started on it. So a few weeks ago, I was watching Real Time with Bill Maher on HBO, and he had a very interesting last segment that he had on his show. He talked about revisiting the past and how sometimes now we're apologizing for things that happened in the past. So some of the examples that we've seen recently, uh, I forgot if it was the New York Times or the New Yorker that Molly Ringwald I think it was a New Yorker. Was it? Okay. I might be wrong. It was one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was one of those publications where she looked back at some of her old movies, and she kind of cringed a little bit about some of the the dialogue that was going on. I mean, all of her movies were mid eighties, and so obviously the humor was a little bit different than compared to what we see the humor now. And yeah, it made her cringe. And she was even critical of uh, the director, the late John Hughes, yeah. and some of the because he had the green light. Some of this humor, some of this, uh, the dialogue that was going on in, in these movies. And we saw also, I believe it was National Geographic a few months ago, also apologized on behalf of themselves and their history for some of their coverage that could be seen as uh, racist. And Bill's argument was he acknowledged, especially he acknowledged the Molly Ringwald one, his point was, why are we doing this? Every generation has things that happen that. Looking back on it, you know, 20 years after, we realize, okay, that wasn't that good. That was pretty bad. And he said it's pointless. So I'll just give you some of the quotes that he said. He Basically, his, to put it, like, just kind of paraphrase it, he said it's kind of pointless. And we're in the moment and we're, we're in groupthink. We're not necessarily thinking that, okay, sometimes we're blind to the situation. We're blind to the moment. And if you think about things, some of the things that just we barely maybe opened our eyes to, quote, unquote, uh, for example, beauty pageants. Wasn't oh, it just yeah. what, a month ago that Miss America discontinued the swimsuit competition or whatever? Yeah, and I think it was funny because he mentioned that as a joke yeah. in the monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. And so let me just read you some of the things that uh, I was going to get some of the quotes that, that he said. So he said that every generation uh, could be called the what were you thinking generation. So some of the things that he's mentioned were like amphetamines used to be a diet pill back in the 50s oh, for, for women. women yeah for women uh people used you know several drugs back in the 30s and the 20s were being used as remedies you know as medicine and uh, another one that he said oh yeah uh, smoking in airplanes yeah 
Did people do that? I didn't yeah. know that yeah. that was a thing. I thought that was only a movie. He also said that women used to drink while pregnant, yep. drink alcohol. I didn't know that was a. Th- I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah, and that and makes sense now when you see all the warnings on um, like medicine, like if you're like just anything, like if you're if you're pregnant, you should not do this. And I'm like, well, duh. Right. <laughs> but I didn't know that we used to do all that stuff. I, mm. I had no idea about the, that, at least. Um, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and then some of the quotes that also he had. So he said every generation could be called what you were thinking generation. He also said we're never finished evolving. So saying that's almost true. like, you know what? Things happen in the moment in, in our generations that, yeah, we look back and we think that it's ridiculous that we actually not necessarily maybe approved it, but we tolerated it. And uh, my favorite line was that he had said and during his monologue, he said, no matter how woke you think you are, you're tolerating things right now that will make you cringe in 25 years. So with this topic in mind, uh, Yvette, kind of just off the bat, first off, what are your thoughts on like going back and revisiting history and like just the idea of even apologizing for history, apologizing for something that the argument could be made you don't know it's bad in the moment. So why should somebody from a different generation come back and apologize for something that that person or that group of people in the moment didn't realize was bad? If that makes sense. Sort of. (laughs) So you're saying that why should someone like... Why should like National Geographic apologize for something that's... Yes, we acknowledge that obviously some sort any kind of racism is bad, but, you know, back in whenever... You know, maybe it wasn't seen or wasn't felt as strong as mm-hmm. as it should have. So I think with certain situations, certain situations, it, an apology isn't always necessary because like you said, you weren't. It's not like you knew you were doing harm in the moment, maybe. But I think it shows something, you know, to recognize it and kind of put a stop to it at some point. So maybe with National Geographic, they just kind of realized okay, maybe we should say something now with everything going on. And, and why not? I mean, I don't think if they don't apologize, would you still hold them accountable in the same way? Uh, not really, because I think it doesn't, the counter argument, and I'm not saying that I agree with this, but I'm just playing devil's advocate, is what does the apology matter? Like, what's the point of it? Like, it's I think meaningless. It's the intent, I think it's, but it but, could also be the intent. But the intent for some people is just have meaning, you, Okay, so have you ever, like, let's just like go personal now. Have you ever apologized for something that you thought was meaningless or was there intent to your apology? No, there's intent to the apology. So maybe that's, maybe that like, but that could be the argument. Yeah. But I mean, I I think it's, it's still like a representation of like a name, like an, like about say whether it's a name, whether it's a company, whether it's a person like with Molly Ringwald and her, like she talked about in in the, it was was a New Yorker. She talked about how she watched uh, some of her old movies. I think she watched the breakfast club with her daughter and she kind of, realized a lot of things that she didn't realize back in the day, but because of the Me Too movement going on right now. So some of that stuff definitely made her cringe, and she kind of thought, like, how how is this okay? And how did someone like John Hughes, who had such a beautiful mind and could write so, you know, amazingly, um, how could he have this blind spot? And so, I mean, and he's, you know... <laughs> he can't defend himself yeah, like Bill Maher yeah, said. <laughs> he can't, like... Um, so we don't know. Um, but but I think it's just realizing it. Like, I, I think even in, like, our personal lives, like, I look back and there's certain things that, like you said, the what were you thinking thing. I look back and I... There's so many things that I say, like, what was I thinking? Mm. And some of the things I may be able to apologize for, some of the things I can't. Um, but I think it's the intent. I think it's, like, the fact that you are aware now of the fact that you were wrong. So as a generation with certain things, we're now aware of how we were wrong and maybe not in the moment 
Um, but th- but that's part of evolving. And mm-hmm. like Bill Maher said, like we're never finished evolving. So that's part of it. So I don't think it's I, I guess it could be the argument could be made that it's meaningless, but not so much. Maybe for some people, maybe to one person that apology matters or for that for one person that like the taking back of an action, at least like sort of matters. And so I don't know, maybe that that um, it could help at least one person. And I feel like that that makes a little bit of a difference. I don't know. Is there. Um, like, is there anything that you look back on, like, like in our, um, just in like things that you do or things that you like, even like fashion choices, like things that you wore that you're kind of like, what was I thinking? That was a big part of his, the humor yeah, like that he brought the whole, in. like, was that like eighties fashion? Eighties fashion. Yeah. Um, and, and I look at it too. Like I think about like when I was growing up and I was watching Saved by the Bell and I was watching reruns cause I mm-hmm. think it was on like early eighties and, and like, I looked at some of the stuff and I thought, oh, that's cool. And I looked at other stuff and I was like, what yeah. are they wearing? Yeah. And the same thing, the argument could be made for us too. Like we're. Where from, you know, like I'm a 90s baby, um, but even like in the 2000s, like probably yeah. like now in 2018. Like, think about it. Like would anybody nowadays walk around with a big like 2XL white shirt with like really baggy pants? Like this, maybe, I'm talking now early maybe. 2000s, at least for guys fashion. Yeah. You know, was that and get the silver chain or the or the fake gold chain? I think so, and, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think depending on where you are. <laughs> oh, that, it could be regional. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, but that was yeah, But. People, maybe kids nowadays, that maybe the younger, the Gen Gen Y, yeah. Gen Z, or whatever they're called, right. maybe they see that. I'm like, what were you guys thinking? Like right. back in 2000 and, and, and yeah. all this stuff. Like even in my, like, I'll think about like my wardrobe or like like certain beauty trends. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh. Like that was like <laughs> crimping hair. Like crimping hair was a thing. And mm. I take that back <laughs> so much. Um, but at the time, like, I, I guess I can't really apologize for it because I was I was in the right at the time. Or like right. a lot of us were in the right at the time. And obviously these are just like, these. this is more like light spirited. Like this is, right. these are fashion choices. But like this got me thinking. Think about the music that you listen to or listen to. Yeah. I've heard... Um, I've I've listened to some stuff like stuff, uh, songs that I had listened to when I was like let's say thirteen, um, and I'm like mm-hmm. I should not have been <laughs> listening to that when I was thirteen because I had no idea what it was talking about and and now I know and I'm just kind of like what but I don't exactly take it back because that was that's what was you know that's what I liked at the time right. and it, it, in some sense that's what I like now mm-hmm. um, I, like I like I like a lot of hip hop I like some rap I like. Some songs or some some types of music that I guess could be considered questionable to some people, and and I don't like like I love I love reggaeton, um, but I'm not like here like oh yes I like I don't tell people yeah I love um music with misogynistic lyrics like right. I don't tell people that because that's not how I feel. Yeah. But when I listen to some of the stuff, yeah, I guess I could think back and be like, oh, okay, but yeah, like, <laughs> but it's and, not like yeah, and and now you mentioned something like obviously we we. We can talk something about like the, the more serious kind of issues, but I'm going to focus more on just kind of more of the lighthearted ones that you had mentioned when it comes to like, for example, music. So you mentioned misogynistic uh, themes in music, I think. And uh, Bill mentions it at the end here. He says that you're tolerating something right now that in 25 years, yeah. you're probably going to look back and cringe. When I was when we we're kind of thinking about this, that was one of the first things that I thought music. about is the music, because I think that, you know, Lord willing, in 25 years, if I let if I have kids and I show and I let them hear this music, I might be embarrassed because yeah, a lot of the music I'm I'm a rap fan as well. Uh-huh. A lot of it is misogynistic and and it's embarrassing. Now okay. just even looking at it, and yeah. even now as as somebody in their mid thirties looking back, and I'm just like, why am I even you know, like listening to it? I like the beats. Don't get yeah, me wrong; that's right. one of the things that I like. 
but some of the verbiage of it is very questionable. And I don't think, I think I would be embarrassed in 25 years when I'm in my 50s to to have maybe my kids listen to this and be like, yeah, that's that's what I used but, to. But, but then again. Intro, but did, didn't you listen to that when you were a kid? Like, let's say 25 years ago, were you not listening to music like that? Right. So and what just would like, change from now to 25 years from now? I think it's just because you want to set a better example to, okay. obviously you want to set a better example. Any parent, any any good parent wants to yeah. set a better example to their kids. And, and but you know what? They might be listening to stuff that's maybe worse. Who knows? True, yeah. So you just, so, you know, yeah. And just like you, like when I was younger, I was probably listening to music that, yeah, that yeah. probably shouldn't have been listening to now. And it's weird just how things just kind of go roller coaster up and down because we listen to it when we shouldn't have. Then you listen to it and you really like it. And now you're beginning to question, oh, that might be something I might look back and not like in 25 years. But I'm still going to listen to some of it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because I think it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, for some people it may change who you are as a person, but I don't think it changes everybody as long as you're aware of reality and entertainment. Yeah. So I think he even mentioned like TV shows and like movies and obviously like with like the whole Molly Ringwald thing. And I've never watched Friends. I think he did mention Friends. Yeah, he mentioned Friends. Um, I I know a lot of people who watch Friends, but he says even some of the jokes... The, the jokes right. made on the show are sexist and transphobic, and, yeah. um, and I, I don't know if. And that's something that I wanted to actually ask you and get your opinion on. So there have been other comedians and celebrities that have talked about how even our humor has kind of changed, mm-hmm. and how we're looking back at shows like he had mentioned that Friends, how we look back at it, and some people, especially maybe the younger generation, might think. Like, why are you guys laughing at that? That's clearly sexist or that's clearly uh-huh. somewhat racist or, or, or anything. Or that's just following a stereotype. What are your thoughts on kind of going back and just, what, should we not watch these shows? I mean, I personally, I don't think so. I think we should continue watching the shows. I mean, knowing in the context, you're knowing that, okay, this show was in 1997 or whatever yeah. Friends came out. The humor, you know, was different. Obviously, there's something clearly racist. I don't even think it would even go on air. So I'm not worried about that. But... <sighs> I don't know. I'm just taking it knowing that, okay, this is a show from 1997 and this is going to be a little different. Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? Or how do you feel about all this? Um, I think it's, oh, it's, it's hard because I think it, de- and like, yeah, I think it does. I think it depends because like, like I said, I think we should be smart enough to know the difference between reality and entertainment. And the point with entertainment is that it's not reality. I mean, when you go to a movie and there's a happy ending, like, yeah, okay, maybe that could happen, but it like it might not. And we we have to know that. But the point is we're going to a movie to escape reality. So when you're watching TV shows, in a sense, you're also kind of escaping reality, unless you're watching reality TV. But there's another argument for the fact that that might not even be reality. Right. So, and, and and I enjoy a good, um, like a drama. I enjoy a good show that could very, like that does mirror reality and that is very realistic. But I also enjoy a comedy that there's like there's stuff to laugh at and and i mean with comedians and i've heard this before from like comedians who speak out and say you know we're not making we make fun of everybody like nobody is safe and that's just the point of being a comedian like when you roast somebody like you're you're you know why it's happening like you're not just attacking people (laughs) um but i know some people are very against that and it's you know in in the day and age that we are now with a lot of things going on and uh, a lot of social issues um yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. It is because I just think of Jerry Seinfeld said on one of his episodes of Comedians in Cars Getting getting Coffee, he said, isn't it ironic kind of how now college, which used to be the place where you go to to have free mind thinking, just like open your mind up and just, you know, your independence. 
Now it's turned into the opposite. Now you're not independent. Now everybody's got to be the same. Uh, everybody's got to be in the sense of like you can't you can't make fun of anybody. Now, now when he mean, when he means by like making fun of anybody, obviously not picking on somebody, but like telling a joke. Like he's yeah. that's what that's what he's saying. But then again, he's an older gentleman, so he comes from a different generation. Yeah. So part of me understands what he's trying to say that like yeah, now everybody's a little bit too quote unquote sensitive or maybe too quote unquote insert whatever you want to call phrase there but maybe just like they're trying to be too cautious yeah. i think we hear that a lot and i hear we hear that a lot that with that stereotype of millennials and how yeah. they're just too quote-unquote sensitive or, or whatnot well a lot of people would also argue that a lot of a lot more people are more quote-unquote woke now yeah um which i also i think with that term like i don't think more people are woke now i think it's just i think people have always there's always been a group of people at least at least some group that have been woke and to be woke is just to be aware um of the social injustices and with like racial injustices to just be aware of that stuff and that because that stuff has always existed there has always been at least one group or at least a small group that is aware so there's always been people that are woke but now there's a term and now there's social media and so now if you're not woke it'll spread and so you don't want to be the person that's not woke so now you have to be woke and so Maybe it's people just kind of protecting their image and thinking like, oh, well, it's not like I'm not woke, so I am woke, so this is how I'm going to defend this, and this is how this is why that joke isn't funny. Maybe also the joke is not funny. Like, to some people, like, if it's a joke, a joke, I heard this once, like, there's a little bit of truth in every just kidding. Mm-hmm. So the fact that with, like, certain jokes, when you joke about a certain group of people, um, there's, yeah, there's somebody who's going to be offended, and so someone's not going to find it funny. Someone is going to find it funny, but jokes are um, subjective, right. so... Uh, and and uh, when you mentioned that there's actually another from a few months ago that mar did as well about the jokes things like that yeah and he gave the example of why sometimes we laugh at about a joke and somebody says oh well uh, a french person surrendered or whatnot yeah the joke implying because of the one time that they did surrender yeah and he even said like it was only one time but it was pretty important (laughs) and, and they have to own it he said but still, but we laugh, but yeah. we know it's not serious. Like it's not, mm. you know, it's just there's a, like you said, there's a truth in the joke, but it's really not what every French person or it's right. not significance of France. Yeah. It, and I think t- people take jokes differently. Like I, I know I, from from like people that I know, people are the people that I know, I guess, are more likely to take a joke if it's their own people making the joke so whether it's a race joke or whether it's like a a sex joke like a like a gender joke or if it's like like people are more inclined to to find it funny when it's someone of that own group making the joke do you find that do you find Um, it a little bit more like if i think so like if someone like if someone makes a joke like okay i'm mexican if someone makes a joke about mexicans if they're not mexican i'm kind of like (laughs) like i'll I'll be i'll be a little hesitant because i'm like "Mm." um Sometimes um, it depends on like the situation and everything. So, so that's, I guess that can be made. I'm a woman also. So if someone makes a joke about women, if it's a woman, then, you know, maybe, and it all, again, it depends on the joke because sometimes I also just don't think certain things are funny. Not because like, not because I'm like so sensitive. I, I don't think that I just certain, I just don't think certain things are funny. Um, I don't know if that requires an apology every single time though. Um, for me personally, just because I, I don't think like if it's not sincere, why make the apology? Um, so I, I think it just it depends on the situation and the people like both on the receiving end and the other end. And so I don't know. It's it's a, it's a tough topic, yeah. I think. And 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 like he said, we're always evolving. So even like growing up, like you find something funny when you're a kid 
and then you don't find it funny when you're an adult and whether that's like a joke about someone or like an act you know like like whoopee cushions <laughs> maybe they're funny when you're a kid maybe they're not funny when you're an adult um but like as generations i don't think it's I, I think it's i don't think it's bad that we're evolving i think it's it's actually really good and and even when we look back at something um like years ago that we did and that we like take back or that we're we're sorry for that we're just embarrassed about right. i guess it's just part of evolving like having done it and having it been like having it be in the past is just part of of life like it happened and had it never happened maybe we would have never evolved yeah um so like even like i'm thinking for example um last week or the week before starbucks announced that they're going to stop they're going to get rid of all their uh, plastic straws That's right. by 2020 i think yep so i mean and then i think i think i read somewhere that in like an airline somewhere a certain airline was also where they were going to follow i don't know by when but they were also going to they were going to take lead after starbucks and do that think about 25 years from now they think think about straw, plastic straws being non-existent because some you know we decided now that we were going to start getting rid of them because they were bad for the environment and they keep ending up in the landfills and think about how like that could actually be something that like, we could actually look back and be like remember when we actually used plastic straws like those were so bad for the environment you know yeah. so even something like that is just kind of to think about like and it's something that like ask me two years ago had i ever thought that we could live in a world without and i don't need like i don't need a straw all the time but they're just so they're just they're everywhere they're everywhere and to some people not to all but to some people it's not of significance um, it's not a, a something gr of great significance right but now looking back at it now i guess we've been awakened we've been you know now yeah. now we're woke now i realize okay they are significant because they cause like you said they end up in a lot of landfills and they're bad for the environment yeah etc so things have changed so to your point about evolving yeah we maybe we have evolved and now we realized okay and then these companies are taking the lead and saying okay we're not going to have the straws or does that mean plastic silverware is at some point going to happen as well? Is that going to go away or, yeah, you know, I don't know. like as, as somebody, as a, <laughs> I use a lot of plastic silverware, yeah. you know, I think we all do. But right. Yeah. It's, um, it's just so natural. Like you don't I mean, and I, I could probably probably be better about like the environment, but that's just not something I think about right away. Like, oh, let me let me not use a plastic uh, spoon. Like right. I can do without a straw in some situations, but I don't think about like the spoons. And so, yeah, maybe like 25 years from now, we could look back and be like, whoa, <laughs> like, right. because that and like in 25 years from now, that's that's it's like like I'm 27 now. So that'd be like double my life later. I would have gone like half my life living one way and then you know right. the other way and then even with the whole like miss america getting rid of like the swimsuit competition for example that's kind of something that like when it happened i was just kind of like oh yeah that's still a thing like how how is that still a thing in 2018 mm. that we're still judging you know we still have beauty pageants oh i guess that's gonna be another <laughs> tangent i'm gonna go for another tangent but uh, but like some the people call it a beauty well but, yeah i guess they call it a, a beauty a beauty, beauty pageant, pageant. Uh, but yeah but like obviously lot. there's more to it with certain beauty pageants they have right. talents they have you know they, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes into it's it I, you know, yes and i mm. respect that yeah. but the fact that there's that there's a swimsuit portion or that there was at least for yeah. miss america because i think miss usa still might have it I, I always get those two confused, by the way. Yeah, I think Miss USA was the Trump one. Oh, okay. Miss America's like the... Like just the independent one, like a different I one? I think so, yeah. I think that one's like mm -hmm. more for scholarships and stuff. I okay. Don't, know. don't quote me on this. Okay. But I know Miss America was the Trump... I mean, Miss USA was the one, when you know, a few years ago with the whole Trump thing and then... Yeah. It, yeah. So I think... Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, but there's still there like that's still a thing. And then like it, it was funny because in the Bill Maher skit, how he talked about like he's like we used to judge women, like he was joking around about it, but he's like we used to judge women, and he had like a picture, and the picture was like from the sixties or seventies, yeah. and they were all like in their swimsuits, and he's like, hey, we used to do this, and then he's like, oh wait, and then he shows a picture of now, they're actually wearing less yeah. now, like the swimsuits got smaller yep. now than you know years ago. So in a way, like that was like the opposite of evolving, like yeah. we just. I mean, and like now, obviously, they're getting rid of that portion. But, I mean, it's even within our culture, like, think of our cultura. There are certain things that you kind that kind of, like, make you cringe a little bit. For example, I'll tell you this. Um, when I was working at um, uh, Univision in Chicago, I used to monitor the, the TV stations, like, the, the newscasts. And so I had, like, a bunch of TVs just in front of me. And so you could see, like, every channel. And there was this one specific day that I remember. And every, like, every... Um, Every newscast was on, and they were all in their weather segment. And so, um, and I think it was—I was, I think that at this point it was like national because it wasn't the local newscast that I was watching, but it was the national one. And so you had all the weather, like the meteorologists, and in that in that particular moment, they were all women. And in the American stations, they were all wearing, you know, something that was. Um, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, like they're they're all wearing, you know, they're wearing something nice. They're wearing a nice dress. And then when you get to the, and I won't say which of the, obviously there are only two uh, major stations that cater to the Hispanic audience in America, but I won't say which one. Um, One of them, the the meteorologist was like, she was dressed completely different than all the other ones. Like she she still looked very nice. Don't get me wrong, but her outfit was, I guess you could see where I'm going with this. Her her outfit was a lot more. <laughs> What's the appropriate word? Was it more of a slim fit? It was kind of a, a much, much, much more of a slim fit. Okay, um, a little bit shorter. Like, okay. like so. Even within that, like that's something that, like that's something that that maybe would evolve. You'd hope that it would evolve within our own culture. And this was just right. this. This doesn't happen every day. This is not all the time. But I remember this specific moment so well because I told. I remember. I think I even took a picture at the point, and I think I sent it to some friends and was like, oh, "What are you? What's a? Which one of these is not like the others?" Right. Kind of thing. And it and it was just apparent. And so I mean, and another thing within our culture that uh, is very apparent and should be stopped soon, like now, um, and should there should be an apology for it is if you think about it, novelas. Think of the novelas that we watch and the characters, and I mean, I should say the actors that portray certain characters. Mm-hmm. You always have the leads or like the protagonist or like the 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 wealthy. They're always they always look a certain way. Like they're always they're they're light skinned. They're light skinned Latinos. Yep. And um, when you have like different characters who are of the lower class or are uh, like you, uh, Andean, I guess you should say, mm-hmm. um, they're portrayed by people who are darker skinned in, yep. within our culture. And so that's it's very apparent in, in all the novelas. You never really have a lead who who's black and latino right. that doesn't happen and and just recently it's just this year um univision finally got their first black anchor it was ilia calderon and it's 2018 and she's an amazing journalist but it took this long to to get there and so that's that's something that that also needs to be so i don't know if people are just not aware of it like people at the top are just not aware of how they're casting people or of how they're portraying um people in our culture um but they they should be aware. They should. They should make some changes. Yeah, because I I think of even I'm trying to think of one actor or actress in any kind of novella where it's from Mexico, Argentina, Colombia, on the sea that is of darker skinned. Yeah, like I'm trying that, to think like of a Afro, lead. like an Afro Latina or yeah, Latino. Like, yeah, no, I can't think none. of one right, I can't right now. That's that's uh, and maybe maybe it's the fact that 
nuestra cultura, maybe we need to speak up a little bit more. Maybe they're just ignorant. They, meaning the executives, the people right. in charge of that making the decision, just don't want to see it because they fear so much the idea of like, oh, well, people may not watch it. Well, maybe they will watch it. You just don't know it. You yeah, like it you've got to try it. We've got to start evolving. Yeah, and and I don't know, and and it and a lot of it does go back to some roots that are are racist in in nuestra cultura. I mean, let's yeah. not let's not deny it. I think back to even uh, like I think of my my parents are from Ecuador. Sometimes I'll be watching uh, Equavisa, and even till this day. Like they'll show commercials for their novelas and for their comedies. I see it's a lot more of their comedies. So their comedies have a lot more people that are either lighter skinned or are from the bigger city, uh, uh, which is Guayaquil. So and they, you know, they're they're kind of kind of I guess my colored skin, if you will, yeah. um, or a little bit lighter skinned. But when they have people in those comedies that are of darker skinned or from, or of the Andean region of Ecuador, they're always either the maid, they're always either some yeah. comedic relief, yeah. they're either the goofy character, like, oh, here comes so-and-so, and, you know, she doesn't, she talks a little funny, but she says funny things. I don't know. To me, that's kind of like, that's kind of a stereotype, and that's kind yeah. of, that's that's not necessarily funny. That's just following the old standard of, You know, and and we ha we still have it here to this day. Yeah, even yeah. with all the Televisa, and then yeah. you have Univision and Telemundo. Like mm -hmm. they all, like all the characters always, they always fall in. Like they always fall to certain actors mm -hmm. and certain actors' appearances. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we will cringe in 25 years, going back I mean, to what I'm kind of now. yeah, unquote, yeah. But I think even more so because it barely took 2018, like you said, to get an you know an uh, somebody of Afro, yeah, Latina yeah. of descent to be on national TV. When are we going to get the male version of that? And when are we going right. to keep going? And, and, and we still have so much more to go, but it feels like it should have been done, whatever, so many years ago. And it's just sad that we're, we're sitting now and it's like, oh, okay, at least, you know, change is better than no change, right? But there's still, we still have every right to be somewhat disappointed in the sense of, oh, wow, there's still a lot more to go. And, and maybe it's going to take a generation for it to completely change because that happens at times. Yeah. You're right. But, Gotta start somewhere. Yeah, it's gotta start from us and, and sooner rather than later. Even within our own like different groups that we belong to, right. there's still things that could be. Oh yeah, and I think we evolved. haven't evolved and if we're gonna go like nuestra cultura, there are a lot of jokes that yeah. we haven't involved. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of if for those who know nuestra cultura, there's a lot of muchas bromas pesadas oh, that's yeah. still by some people seen as acceptable, whereas for me, maybe just because growing up obviously I'm I was born here in this country, and and I, you know, I speak more English than I do Spanish, so my more culture is more American than it is. I I find that like that's not funny. Like making those bromas pesadas sometimes is just not funny yeah. at all. Like I I don't know, but then again, it's not my culture in the sense of I wasn't born in insert country here, so I don't get it. Maybe that's just acceptable. And I know I was told before uh, because one time I did get upset about a broma mm -hmm. um, because it was directed at me. Uh, but see, then I countered back with my own. Mm -hmm. But then I was seen as the bad guy. Oh. Then I was like, and yeah, and then like I had a family member like say, "Hey, that was kind of rough." And I'm like, "Really? <laughs> like, oh, really? Me? Like you brought like, it out what? of me because I used logic and I just hit back at the person with a little bit of truth." Yeah. Like that's. Now, I'm not saying this is acceptable, right. but in the moment I was very upset. Yeah. You know, it was a reaction. Yeah, and, and and but then I was like, I don't get it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
go do your guys' thing, whatever. I'm going to continue and using my logic, and you guys just keep saying boerias, in my opinion. That was- so maybe, like some, maybe it was something like that. The evolution, like the evolving, would start with you. Like if you were aware that some of those um, jokes son pesados, mm-hmm. um, maybe you don't tell as many or you don't tell any at all. And then like the generation after you, your kids, they don't see you doing it. So maybe they don't do it. And thus is the, you know. Right. And so maybe they'll look back and, and look at like generations before you and think, wow, you guys were saying stuff like that or you right. guys are doing stuff like that um but it kind of had to there like i guess there's always a starting point yeah so maybe is. you're the starting point yeah no and and i and i think i'm glad to see like the starting point now i'm I'm glad that i i, I guess when it comes to like the me too movement i'm glad that it has influenced even with like you said the beauty pageants and okay we need to get yeah. rid of that it's unfortunate that it had to take until 2000 whatever 17 18 whatever we yeah. want to say that or even 16 whatever the i guess 17 for me yeah. too uh, to to continue on that that's what kind of lead to it like really now after so many years after there's been people many times years even in the like i can remember even in the 2000s that were saying why are we having this segment of this competition like it's yeah. not what's the point of it is right. it just to get ratings of uh, etc whatever yeah. but then at and, some point it's still like it's still an it was still a norm yeah like it was something it was still that, acceptable right and it was still it was it was something that we all tolerated so that and, group think that bill maher said yeah, that we that we sometimes get into the group thinking we're just it makes sense. Yeah, we just follow along, I guess, or we just kind of look the other way, you know. And it's unfortunate, you know, it really is because even now, even though kind of what he was saying, we we think well, a lot of us think that we're woke, but there's still something going on that we maybe yeah. we don't even know it's necessarily it could be wrong, like like the whole straw thing or something like that. Maybe there's something going on right now that's. Maybe we're using something in our, I don't know, <laughs> in our food, some sort of spice. That or in our language. Fe- yeah. some in our actions. Yeah. And it, it's, and that's why it is okay to like, it's okay to just say, hey, you know what? Back then, whatever, in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever, even looking back 25 years from now, these were mistakes. You know, these, looking back, these were mistakes. In the moment, we didn't know it was a mistake. But you know what? We're getting better. And I think that was one of the things he had mentioned as well. Right, well, that's our episode for today, Shoel. Thank you for the lovely chat, as always. No, no, thank you as well. (laughs) And thank you, the listener, for listening, obviously. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And please don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to download and subscribe KSL Cafecito on Apple Podcasts, KSL News Radio, Stitcher. And don't forget to follow us on social media if you're not already. And if you are, well, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, On Twitter, I'm at Evie Cruz. And I'm at Shoel Cardenas. And we are at KSL Cafecito. See ya. Ciao.